tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Is OPP? Oh, hey, we could have come that into that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, After Buzzers, <laughs> to Monday Night Football. I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. I'm joined by my two mocha chocolate lattes and my Irish cream. Well, I, I've never been referred to as a Starbucks drink, but I'll take it as a compliment. I'm not, I, and I'm not Irish. Tell them your real name. I'm like, and I'm not that Irish. That is massive. Yeah, I don't, I don't right? know about that. And I'm a grande. Yeah. <laughs> Just a correction. I'm okay. Kevin John, and I'm a Vinci. 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 What is that? I have no idea what I just said. And I'm Steph Z. I'm a I'm a Jets fan. I'm not I'm none of that coffee shit. Hey, that was just the first thing I could come up with, so... Anyways, hey guys. So, you know, what would you if you were to call yourself a Starbucks drink? What drink would you be? I'd be a caramel macchiato. You just had to whisper it so seductively. Yeah. All right. Extra shots. Can you turn me up, Alexis, please? You can't. Yeah, I can't. You're feisty. We know that. (laughs) (laughs) Can you check? Can you turn me up a tiny bit too? You're always there to give a quick scare. Turn me up. Yeah, you guys. If you didn't know, well, you don't know. But on my way walking in tonight, Kevin jumped out of the bushes and maybe dropped my new iPhone six and scream. It was hysterical, by the way. You know what? For the fans, I'm gonna record it next Monday when I jump out and scare her. No, I heard leaves rustling, and I was about two seconds away from literally sprinting to the door because I turned back twice, and I'm like, "Is there somebody doing like what's going on?" Jumping out of bushes. Black man has any business jumping out of any damn bushes, scaring a white girl. Your ass will go to jail on GP. And Tina's like, no, it was a joke. Nope, it's right here in, in paragraph C, section 34. Great way to start the show with some racial, yeah, uh, racial tension going on. We from Monday Night Football, <laughs> yes, it was, which clearly um, we're not I talking will record about it then. for all you fans next Monday. Hey, well, we they, don't want to see it. That's funny. They like our <laughs> pre, pre-show Jokes, I guess we, I guess we're talking about jokery because the Jets had a buy, so there's nothing to pick on me. About. Exactly, we can't talk but, about the Jets well, they except for the well, fact that Rex Ryan got a hundred thousand dollar fine for saying what you have said the past two episodes, the F word, and um, <laughs> he was pissed apparently after that. beating the Steelers. Which why are you mad, Rex? I love you, Rex. I do, but why are you mad? We won a game. We won a game. We shut Roethlisberger down. Why are you mad? Yeah, okay. you got to start was, W somewhere. I mean, yeah. goodness. You know, you know, it's funny. At the end of the game. Oh yeah. Speaking what of, what was funny, Kevin? Tell no, me what was funny. What's funny is your attitude right now. It's, I'm, it's pretty I'm ready for it. <laughs> no, honestly. Um, for those the fans that don't know, I, I work as a school teacher during the day. So we actually Shocking had we switch. actually had some Pittsburgh. This is a true story. On Friday, the, uh, the minority owners of the Pittsburgh Steelers actually came to our school to talk to some of the kids. So it was hilarious. They were talking about you know what it's like to you know be on the front office and the that because you know obviously they're not like coaches or anything. So they were saying one of the things going into their bye week, they have to figure out how it is that they lost to the worst team. I'm not lying. Those were his words exactly. He said, we got to come back from how we just lost to the worst team in the NFL. And um, Worse than the Raiders? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Th- yeah, he put them below the Raiders. Actually. Of course he did, because he just lost. Who the Chargers barely beat, but anyways. Um, a win is a win, that's yeah. all I'm going to say. The Chargers are in the AFC West, below the Broncos, the Chiefs, which means, guess what? They're not going to the playoffs this year. Hey, so back to my story. There's about you know, nine you know, games, didn't you say? Nine say weeks left? Yeah. Anyways. It's not going to happen. Speaking of Ben Roethlisberger that you mentioned earlier, the Steelers played in Monday Night Football tonight. Um, they did, barely beat the Titans. Hey. 27 she to got 24. got the claw out with the nails. Hey. Yeah. Talk about my um, Chargers, damn it. 
just stop trying to rile me Not to go off the subject, but do you really think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs this year? I think there's a chance. If they continue to play well the rest of the season, they have to win the rest of the season. So you think they played well Sunday? No, but they won. That's what I'm saying. They have to win Well, they can't win like that. But they have to win the rest of the season and... Yeah, because so they, they almost lost to the team that's they, worse than the Jets. That is very true. <laughs> they almost lost, very, but they didn't. Very true. But they didn't. So after losing the thirty-seven really zero, from I know what's wrong with the Chargers this year. I mean, I, I, are you? They started off hot and just kind of fizzled out for a little bit, you know. <laughs> I mean, they didn't yeah. fizzle out. They Did got they cold. Coming I mean. from you, I mean, I'm <laughs> my team's out of it, dude. I can yeah. say whatever. Okay, I want. she had Steph, a bye week. Steph had the gall to say that. She thinks the Jets are going to make it to the Super Bowl before the 49ers. I did. Yeah, yes. I did. She said that. I pretended like, oh, didn't you have a bet that you $100. To make with me? You hear that, sports fans? She's putting a $100 bet that her Jets, I can't even say this without laughing, but that her Jets will make the Super Bowl before the 49ers do. But she, and they also bet that if the Jets made it to the playoffs, or no, if they made it to the Super Bowl this year, that Kevin John would get a tattoo. A Jets tattoo on Rex his Ryan. Rex Ryan on his neck. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. That's the only reason yeah. why we could ever root for the Jets is simply for that. <laughs> so next season, imagine- next season, if you see Kevin John show up in turtlenecks, <laughs> you, you know why. You know why. <laughs> yes. Because some girl gave me a hit. So. No. Probably not because we saw how you were talking to those girls earlier. Oh, that's not part of the show. All right. Anyways, like I said, right. the Steelers barely beat the Titans tonight, 27-24. The Steelers are now 7-4 and four on the season Titans two and eight, another lowly team. Uh, lowly, know. yeah. If you want to talk about that, I mean, honestly, the Titans didn't do too bad tonight. Just no. If you, of course, the record is not gonna properly display until, until display the third quarter. They, they yeah, played I mean, awesome they were in this game. It was yeah. actually a really good game this evening, yeah. and they were giving the the Steelers run for their money. There was a there was a, a what a drive or two where. Roethlisberger was getting sacked play after sacked. play. He got back to back sacks. Right, back to back sacks, and they were putting pressure on him and whatnot. So, I mean, how often do they have the lead? They had the lead. Uh, they got the lead just what once. Uh, they had the lead. The Steelers? The, uh, no, no the, the, Titans. the Titans. The Titans had the lead heading into the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were they right. were up by yeah. eleven. Right, so they were they were playing they were, this they game. They were down then. Uh, yeah. it, they weren't. They didn't have the lead the whole game though. Right, right, right. But so, the majority of the game they were. Leading. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was like, oh shit, we all picked the four. Okay, we all picked the Steelers. So okay, we're good. We did. Um, <laughs> hey, let's talk about that real right. quick. I want to give a big shout out to Fantasy Stats Guru. This fan, you're amazing. We love you so much. Thank. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your comments. He actually gave us our tally what? of where we are. He did. So, I don't here, know. Here it but is. we don't want to hear it, though. So, anyways. Oh, yes, we do. No, we oh. do. All right. Yeah, we do. We don't. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you, you almost have as much. I'll be back. I'll, I'll be back for this part of the show. All right. Go ahead. All right. Moonwalk so, out. Go ahead. No, you stay. Chris, Christina, you, for Monday Night Football, you are you picked the, the Steelers, so you're gonna be six and four, okay? You're six and Wait, four. Well, how am I six no. and four if I pick He'll the Steelers? Be seven and they three. won. She'll be seven and three. Okay, I'm gonna do before today because then we gotta add in all our picks from last exactly. week. So as of last Monday, yeah. you were six and three for Monday Night Football, and you're in first place, fourteen and six for overall picks. Thank you very much. The fact that you work at NFL Network and have a lot more <laughs> access to stats and information out of all of us. True that. If you weren't in first hey. place, you'd be doing something wrong. Look, you got all your papers and stuff there. <laughs> yeah, we just watched the game and I can't even talk. read that. Okay. Thaddeus, you are from Monday Night Football. You are 5-3. and three, And overall, you are 13-6. and six. So you are There's absolute. a game missing. That's because you weren't here. Oh, I wasn't here for a week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Kevin from Monday Night Football, my Anyways, friend, let's skip on to you stuff. are one and four. <laughs> one and four. So obviously, the Forty Niners is the only betting. one. Time out! Time out! Time out! First of all, being yeah. one and four is something a Jets fan can relate to. Um, second of all, you got to realize I, I enjoy. <laughs> if I was one and four, dude, I'd be happy. <laughs> That's terrible. I have a better attitude as a Jets fan than you do as a Niners fan. Your team's better than mine. That's a problem. Moving on. Your <laughs> overall record is 3-9. and nine. What? How hey, are you Kevin so bad? Uh, yeah, that doesn't <laughs> seem like okay. And then mine, I'm, I'm not the best either. But my, and I feel like I have more, no, I don't. Mine is, I'm 4-5 and five for Monday Night Football, and I'm 9-11 overall. Okay, so I'm so about you 500. A, you have a better almost. percentage of wins versus losses. 
Now, see, what Fantasy Stats Guru did not point on there is the overall knowledge and insight that went into the, our predictions for these things. Now, well, that one in four... you didn't have enough. The, 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 the one in four... I don't know where you're not going with this. I don't know how to figure this one out. I feel like you're... you're Let's just, let's just get back to talking about the game. Yeah, and then let's just all give a good shout out to Fantasy Stats. So, like we were mentioning about the Titans earlier, I am curious to, to know what you guys think. You all agreed that we saw sparks of a good team there. Do you think that this was just a fluke? They were happened to be playing well, or do you think they're kind of an underdog team and they're just they just can't finish the game? You know, first things first, you know, from watching the first and second quarter uh, of this game, the Tennessee Titans did a good job <laughs> of, of, of of controlling the ball, you know, uh, controlling the line of scrimmage. Um, and, and I'm not even speaking defensively. Offensively, they were very efficient at running plays. They converted, I, I don't have it exactly, but um, a lot of first downs, the first half, and they looked sharp. You know, they weren't looking like a team that was, you know, confused, trying to seek, find their identity. They looked very fluent out there. So, um, with that being said, I think it's more of them not being able to finish. Um, because they looked extremely sharp in the first half, and I thought they were going to run away with the game. Um, and then they got that big 80-yard bomb right before the end of the first half as well, just to kind of go into the halftime with some momentum. Um, who, who scored that touchdown? Uh, the 80-yard yeah, bomb? Score that? I, it, it was... Uh, before well, he, you, you tell me. Uh, his name was Washington. Yeah. Well, Metaburger so, threw it, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, who, well, who, who actually, else threw it? You know, I, I, <laughs> Tebow? He oh. his third start as a rookie. Yeah, I, I would have to say, although um, Kevin's geez. recap is a little bit vague of the first half of the game, I would have to say that the defense also allowed them for those turnovers. They had yes. back-to-back sacks. They took Ben down. Roethlisberger couldn't throw the ball. I mean, They were well, blitzing every, every single, single time. Yeah. D made them have those, the op- they, they like gave the offense the opportunity to score and they did they produced but it wasn't like they had a 40 point game you know what I mean like they did capitalize on what the defense was doing is is what I think and to answer your question even more so it was funny we all the three of us actually got together watched the game tonight Tina Cap was too cool but um we actually there was people in the bar that weren't even like Titan fans that were just saying you know this looks like a playoff team, like in the beginning of the game, right. and they're like, "Aren't right. they like two and eight or what, their record?" I think was what are they three and? Well, they're two and eight now. They were two, two and seven, seven. Yeah. going yeah. into the so game. So they were just like, "It's so crazy." They're playing so well, which you know I would imagine. They've also played some really competitive teams up until this point. It wasn't like they had the easiest schedule in the NFL. Right, but it's team two and eight going in against the Steelers. You would think there have been there have the been a number won. of teams in NFL history who've actually played well and just came up short and they had yeah. losing records. Yeah. Well, um, well, speaking well, you of... Know, it's, yeah, to, to bring this back, and again, not just to bring it back to my Jets, but like the... <laughs> The steel, like, are the Steelers just not performing to their capability that they were a couple weeks ago? Is that why teams that is that why teams like the Titans are getting close? Is that why teams like the Jets could could win? You know you what know, I mean? Like, what happened to the Steelers? They, they were all first. They a, lost three pivotal players on defense. Yeah. That is their problem right now because obviously they don't have a problem on offense. Uh, Le'Veon Bell rushed for over two hundred yards tonight. Good job, uh, Antonio Brown had another great game. Uh, Heath Miller, 71 yards. So uh, offensively, they're not having an issue. I think it's the lack of Ryan Shazier, Troy Polamalu, and Ike Taylor, three main guys on their defense. Well, well I don't you know, know that I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't I don't think it's necessarily the, the – I, I mean, for the most part, their defense was pretty good tonight. I mean, they weren't – you take away the 80-yard bomb by Nate Washington at the end of the half, and I thought they were pretty solid. I think first things first, got to realize offensively, Ben obviously is not going to throw six touchdowns every game, you know. And when they were he going through connect the, on anything tonight, yeah, exactly. When they were going through that hot streak, I mean, Ben was as hot as a you know a tire in the middle of Death Valley in the summertime. So um, yeah, scorching. So it's anyways, a weird, a weird. You gotta analogy. love that analogy. Was that a good analogy? No, as hot as a tire in the middle of the desert. 
That's yeah. probably really hot. That's because the rubber. Yeah. Exactly. We weren't supposed to scientifically figure out the physics of it. But anyway, anyway um, like I'm saying, Ben, Taste he was extremely God. hot when they were going through that particular period. So therefore, I feel like I have a moving microphone here. So therefore, um, basically the point I'm trying to say is that, you know, their offense was clicking at the right time when they were going through that extremely hot speed. Um, and obviously, and the defensive um, defensive coordinator, they found ways. Even though Antonio Bryant was effective tonight, he was held for under 100 yards. He did have the one touchdown that he came up with, the 12-yard uh, pass, which actually put them ahead. But, um, you know, I think that uh, the uh, secondaries have really been uh, uh, cracking in on them. Well, obviously, their ground game was just, I mean, they couldn't stop Le'Veon Bell tonight. Beast. And what I like, or I guess I should say what I enjoy watching about him is the way that he attacks each play. He's patient. You're you know, he kind back. of... Bell? Yes, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, is... He kind of doesn't come rushing in like a Marshawn Lynch, like full speed right off the bat. He kind of is, like they mentioned a bunch of times, he's patient with the play where he'll, you know, start slow and stutter step and then cut left and just find he, the lane. He waits to, yeah, bolt. he waits to see it. He waits to see it. He has to play develop. Yes. yes. He allows the play He's to develop. He allows his block, he allows his linemen to pick up the blocks. And because of, because of his explosion and his explosiveness, he's, He's able to get that little stutter step, as you mentioned, which is the change of pace, and then just explode into the opening, explode into the hole, and just and then just go. Besides that, he has really good feet. Yes, uh, he this does. guy's footwork. I was really, really impressed. You the, were screaming at the he TV. Breaks I'm like, yo, he I, I, I'll be quite honest with you. Just uh, as a former runner, somebody who has vision like that, which is. Very rare. You don't see. A, there's not a whole lot of guys with that kind of vision, uh, especially someone who can actually make people miss in a hole that's yay wide. It's not very big. He's right. he's running and making and people yay, miss. Just for you guys that are listening, not watching, yay was about a foot wide. It's like a couple <laughs> feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's not very wide, right? So um, this guy, he definitely runs with vision. You can see the way he was cutting, the way he was making guys miss. And he was exploding in the hole. And the fact that he was falling forward most of the time just is a is a testament to his explosiveness. Because he had guys that were hitting him. Like he's not a small dude himself by any means, but you know, well, he a lot got of, rocked a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he did get rocked a couple <laughs> times. But I think, you know, because he was because he ran so hard in the hole, I think a couple of those times a lot of other backs would have probably fallen back. Right. Especially okay. based on how hard he got smacked a couple right. of times. So uh this guy really Put the rest of the NFL on notice. Everybody's paying attention to him now. Yeah, like, well, he broke for a, sure. a few records tonight. He two hundred um, yards NFL. Is, yeah, Monday he, Night Football. He's the only Pittsburgh running back to ever on Monday Night Football rush for over two hundred yards. He's passed Franco Harris now for the most rush yards by a Steeler in the first two seasons, and he's second in the league in rush yards behind Demarco Murray. He's got twelve hundred and thirty-three. He's got nine hundred and fifty-one now. Well, you know, uh, the most important thing that you, uh, uh, that you guys have to take away from this game is the X factor, which was their offensive line. I don't care who you are as a running back. Barry Sanders, Adrian Peterson, Emmitt Smith, you're not going to get 200 yards by yourself. Of course not. Barry, Barry may have been the only exception because he was just that gifted and played that long without a solid line. But for the most part, you know, you you need the assistance. You need the help. And even though their offensive line did surrender a few sacks in the um, first half— I mean, they they were sharp. I was looking at some of the holes that Le'Veon Bell, like you said, he mm-hmm. um, you know, he he was waiting before he made his cut or went through whichever hole for the opening. And his offensive line, they weren't just blocking just a person off the line of scrimmage. They would block, release, and then go block somebody else down yeah. the field. Yeah. The block. That takes true shed, athleticism shed the, yeah, from an the block and then go block down field. That's yeah. my yeah. favorite word ever. Athleticism. athleticism. But the problem with that is they weren't doing that in the first half. The, the offensive line was not there in the first half. They, well, it wasn't. It wasn't. I thought they were trying to do more of a passing game in the first right, half. Right, and yeah. and Ben didn't have enough time. Obviously, he got sacked multiple times. He seemed like he got um, flustered a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he, yeah. a little, he, he was like, like well, what the, what the heck is this? What's going on? And Le'Veon Bell didn't really get going until the end of the first half and then really took off in the second half. Yeah. If you look at their last drive. Sorry. 
No, no, I'm sorry. Um, if you look at their last drive in the second half when they sealed the deal when they were just running the ball out, Le'Veon Bell was running like a madman. Yeah. Like a man on a mission that just got released from prison and was like, I have to get these this first down. I don't know why I just used the prison reference, but at any rate, um, uh, sensitive subject in the NFL right now. But at any rate, you know, Le'Veon Bell was re- – my analogies are off tonight, I admit. Yeah. But anyways, Le'Veon Bell, that last particular um, uh, series – he completely took over. I mean, it, he he reminded me of Jerome Bettis, the bus. Um, the bus. You know, it's funny. Open it's funny, it's funny you went. mentioned that because uh, for a big guy, Jerome was known for his footwork. He had really, really good yeah, feet. Yeah, he was he huge. Just, he just wasn't a fast. Fast, exactly. He wasn't a fast guy, but, you know, he would lower the boom on you, but he had really, really good feet. He did. Um, and he some of those stutter steps kind of remind me, Jerome used to do some of those. You know, some some of those same things had some of those same tendencies when he ran. You know, it makes me wonder how come Jerome Bettis never went on Dancing with the Stars. I think he could sauce it with those feet. <laughs> Graceful. Well, fun fact: Graceful. Jerome Bettis was good enough to go pro as a bowler. Hmm. Oh wow, that dude is really athletic. Well, he has he arm actually, strength. I mean, he could he just, could bowl like really. Bowl. He could shot put the bowling ball. But yeah. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble if I say that out loud. Say it. Enough. Say it. You think bowling requires true athleticism? Ooh, I'm offended. I, I Are know you a pe- professional bowler? I'm, no, but I know I some can picture PDA. you in that little it's a sport. shirt. It's a sport. It's a sport. But uh, you, that's, that's my only defense. But you, <laughs> I you, would definitely think that bowling is a sport over cheerleading. Ooh, you guys are just really trying to offend people today, See, aren't I, you? I would disagree. Uh, and this, cheerleading <laughs> this is like, requires a lot. I would, I would you're going to defend cheerleading? I would 100% defend cheerleading. The, uh, over athleticism and... Being able to throw yourself, do the acrobatic, do this, that, and the other thing, chilling rather than sport, standing and throwing. As a sport, it's very is what I'm saying. I didn't say they weren't athletic. Mm-hmm. They are cheerleaders, gymnasts, very athletic. But I don't think that cheerleading. Well, my is comment a sport. was that bowling doesn't seem athletic. The, the, you don't need athleticism to be a bowler, right? What about so golf? I think what about you need golf? athleticism about golf? to be a cheerleader. What about so golf? That's a, do you need athleticism for golf? Yeah, you need accuracy. Uh, right, a but lot what do we define athleticism? I guess for me, for athleticism, it's which is like the word of the day. Deion Sanders. I feel that, yeah, that like I feel that it's, it's being physically physical fit ability. in a way that you like have pure just physical ability yes. without. Not the, the I, without I, I the feel like the sport should require that. Like in golf, yes, you have to. But there's another there's another aspect to being an athlete that is just you have to have the discipline to to practice to get better to get better. So do all these other things require that discipline? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do they mm-hmm. require you to be as physically fit? And, so gamers, and, so gamers aren't athletes. Bullshit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, you know, this, this, this I call BS. This raises an interesting no. topic, not to go too off, too much off subject, but if you guys remember the ESPY Awards um, yeah. a few years ago, the NASCAR driver was named Athlete of the Year. I, um, was it Earnhardt or I forgot? Dale Earnhardt Jr. Maybe it was Dale. I, I forgot exactly who See, it was. See, but I Maybe think I'm, that NASCAR is more so much athletes than other stuff. Because athletes were saying, how can you give a person who drives a car Athlete of the Year? And, you know, it raised a pretty interesting debate. Because... What you put your body through in order to train for that, to be that, to be in the car going circling, 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 like what your body goes through is traveling at speeds like that. If you crash, you have to be strong in many different ways. So I would understand that. Hmm. I would understand that more than a bowler or a golfer. Anyways, um, speaking of athleticism. And I love golf. What about if you play croquet? That's like saying if you play jarts. <laughs> okay. Horseshoes. Let's, let's yeah, let's get back to the game. <laughs> yeah. Um we talked about Le'Veon Bell and the run game on the Pittsburgh side. So yes. let's switch over to the Titans, who really couldn't get much going in uh the run game. Uh they had Bishop Sankey with eleven rushes for thirty eight yards and a touchdown. Now he is a rookie, went to UW, University of Washington. Yeah. Um, I remember him in college. Yeah. Mettenberger is a rookie. Uh, Taylor Lewan's a rookie. Their left tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think of these rookies on the Titans? Um, do you have high hopes for them? Do you think that they are promising? I think they're very promising. They're showing that, they're, and they're getting the kind of seasoning that's going to make them uh, really be able to contribute to. Because I mean, you know, this game like tonight it was a pure example. This game could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. So you have rookies like that that are able to contribute. 
to the productivity of their of their organization, and the next thing you know, those L's in the next season or two are going to turn into W's, and you're looking at a winning organization that could at least make a playoff appearance. I agree. Do you think that Zach Mettenberger is the answer uh, for the future at quarterback for the Titans? <sighs> That's a tough question. I mean, I know um, three. he's only had three starts, so right. it's not a lot to really judge on. You know, we definitely have to see uh, more from him, but... I would say there's more promise for for Mettenberger at uh, Tennessee than there is for Sanchez at Philadelphia. Hmm. Ooh, <laughs> wow. I like that little diss little, there. Yeah, yeah, that is that was not a diss. That's not a diss. He's not my quarterback. Uh, That's mean, not what I wasn't a diss towards you yeah. either. I'm and just, if you remember I'm correctly, just, last like, year everyone, I mean, last week everyone loved Sanchez and how well he played. The, the sports commentators were like saying he was the best thing since sliced bread, and I'm right. like, wait a minute, he was good when he came too, and look at how he did yesterday. Right. That's just terrible. within the context yeah. of yeah. the ongoing horrible. conversation we've been having to make a comparison. Right. Anyway, you know, so. Yeah, no, to answer your question, you know, first things first, this is not one of those losses where the Titans need to go into the locker room, hold their heads down, be demoralized, and discourage about what happened. This is a very good Pittsburgh Steelers team that they just played, who is on a roll, despite the catastrophic loss last week against the Jets, but it's on a roll. And, you know, since the Roethlisberger era, they've won two Super Bowls. They've been three times. So, you know, for them to be, like you said, have those many notable rookies and to be able to perform this well, if anything, this was an encouraging win. And I think that going in and looking into next week and throughout the rest of the season, they're going to find ways to gel together. Now, Mettenberger, this is only his third start as a quarterback. You need a lot more development Mm. until you really start to progress, um, you know, at an exponential rate. But... At the end of the day, I, I I don't I don't think the Titans were horrible tonight. I mean, this didn't look like a team. That was, yeah. They weren't horrible, but I feel like this is one of those games where they go into the locker room being like, "Man, we should have won that game." They, you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. they shut Roethlisberger down. Yeah. They just couldn't shut Bell down. They couldn't they finish couldn't, the game. Right. Listen, whoever's going to control, if you can control the clock by controlling the run, then you have the game under control. Yeah. You know, the whole point is to actually. You know, can establish the run, and then you could open the pass up. I mean, Brown, he had what? How many did he have? Like two touchdown pass uh, receptions? No. He had nine receptions, nine, 91 yards, one and one touchdown. touchdown. He had yeah. one touchdown. Okay. Yeah. And then I think, I think he had another key reception that was pretty big at one point. Maybe it wasn't a touchdown, but it was a, he had a couple of like key receptions. Yeah, he, can, uh, he from, did. He, they, they, him and Roethlisberger connected. But that was all based on them establishing the run, right? So uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell was able to, and even though the line did really well in protecting him, he actually had 100 yards uh, in run-after-contact mm-hmm. um, yardage. This guy actually produced on his own, even though the line produced for him as well, and they did contribute heavily. This guy worked for those yards tonight. Yeah, yeah oh, did. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and my thing about the offensive line is not to take anything away from you yeah, know Le'Veon sure. Bell. He, I mean, we were just talking about how good his footwork is and his patience, and yeah. I mean, clearly um, looked like an elite running back um, tonight. But um, you know, that with, with that being said, you know, um, I, you know, run yards after contact truly shows the endurance uh, and just overall strength uh, and physicality. And he's a big guy too. He's like six one. I don't know. We didn't get a stat on his weight, but yeah, he's six one. You know, when you see a guy run like that in that style, you know who he kind of reminds me of a little bit. Um, Fred, is it Fred Johnson? Fred Jackson? No, Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor <laughs> from Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm thinking of Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Fred, yeah. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. He yeah. kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, he that does. style a little bit. He that does. stutter and then explode into a hole kind of thing. Like, yeah. except he's, you know, just. I think he's – I don't know. He might be a little stronger because he, 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 he dipped on a couple guys a few times. Like when he was with Tom to make that contact, he just kind of lowered his shoulder and kind of fell forward. Now, and he knew how to slip and slide. He was real slippery. Like there was a couple was. times he just kind of turned and then yeah, he just kind of went him. with the – yeah, he just – he knows how to roll, roll mm-hmm. with, with the contact and just like, you know, pick up that extra yardage. A lot of guys, they resist. So then it's easier to – 
bring them down as opposed to rolling with it. It's kind of like right. martial arts. Sometimes, you know, you roll with the using somebody else's momentum against them kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did that a lot. Well, I think that th- that just goes to show how in tune they are with their bodies. Right. You know what I mean? And, and being fit does that. And I've, a lot of these guys you, you read to do like yoga and all this stuff so they have flexibility so they can just kind of be in mm. control of all of that. Yeah. So I think that has a lot to do with what you're, what you're saying over there. Yeah. Now, a lot has been said of Le'Veon Bell's dominance. I, mean, I just want to ask you guys, do you think that – you know, and this is not taking anything away from him. Do you attribute it more to him just being this outstanding dominant runner, or do you attribute it more to the Titans' defense just collapsing in the second half? Um, I think that Le'Veon Bell is an extremely talented, all-purpose running back. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen in you know all season he's been able to perform. He's very good. I think that. Yes, the Titans defense did collapse, but I would I would put more credit on Le'Veon Bell than I would on their collapse. Their collapse. Yeah. Okay, I can dig it. I agree. Okay. I concur with that one. I, I agree, too. I also think that, you know, clearly when they saw that Roethlisberger was having a slump or whatever's happening with him and he couldn't make the passes, yeah. that they changed the whole game plan Absolutely. and gave him more opportunity to run because they saw him exploding. And, you know, when someone on your team is on fire, like if it's working, just keep working, you right. know, like don't keep giving them the ball. If it ain't broke, don't try and fix it. So because Roethlisberger couldn't connect on the passes and he was getting sacked and like there was clearly a breakdown in that game plan I think towards the end of the first half and the beginning of the third quarter is they they rethought how they were going to do the game plan and that's when we kind of saw him start exploding explode explode more yeah well I'm curious to hear what you guys think um obviously Kevin you mentioned the catastrophic loss that the Steelers suffered to the Jets um and you would think that you know what? I'm, gonna minor- say, I'm gonna say Ben Roethlisberger played worse tonight than he did against the Jets. Right, so so let me get my question out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are you guys concerned at the way that they responded, that the way that they did not bounce back from that loss until the second half? Um, did, are you concerned with the way that they responded to that loss? Well, anytime you lose to the worst team in the NFL. It's going to take you a while, you, you know, that's it, going to shake you a little bit, you know, especially when you're on fire, because you got to realize they lost to that team right after they were just scorching teams. I mean, just just doing unprecedented uh, right, numbers. But that's what divides so, like the, the winners and the that's what divides the winners and the champions. It's like if you can't ba- bounce back, no matter who you play, no matter who you lose to, if you can't bounce back the next week and play a team that's two and seven after you lost to a team that was one and eight. You got a problem. Right, and that's yeah. that's why I'm asking it because yeah, I, something... I think that the way that they responded tonight, they, they didn't show up until the second half. And you would think that after a loss like that, regardless, like you said, Steph, regardless if it's the worst team in the league or the best team in the league, after a loss, you're expected to bounce back in a certain way and somewhat redeem yourself, come out and prove that you didn't deserve that loss and play better. They came out kind of just flat. Well, you know, one thing you got to realize is that, you know, when when, when Pittsburgh was going through that um, hot streak, uh, specifically offensively, um, you know, defenses or defensive coordinators from opposing teams that you're going to play, they look at that, they read that video and see things. And you saw a lot of schemes tonight where um, the Titans had a double over on Antonio Brown. Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, quite a few times you saw them in either uh, uh, cover two or deep. And they but were, he caught that touchdown on double coverage. He, he, uh, well, he, he <laughs> pulled a hell of a juke. Yeah. Did you see that route he ran? Yes. But a lot that of it was his re- missed fired passes yeah. the, first, the first half. Right, and I don't want to take away from the Titans defense. Like you were saying, they did Perform. scheme well. Yeah, they applied pressure on right. Ben. They right. sacked him several times. And when you start applying pressure on a quarterback and keep hitting them, that's going to throw off the QB. That's right. going to throw them off of their rhythm. And, you know, they're not going to be able to make the passes that they routinely make. So I give a lot of that just um, credit to the Titans defense in the first half. You know, they came with a great defensive package and they executed it very well. So, I, you know, I, I don't think that was much as a collapse of the Steelers in the first half. I just think that the Titans did a very good job defending it. I wouldn't say they collapsed. I would just say that they didn't come out with any sort of fire lit under them, which, I mean, speaking from, for myself, whenever I ever lost on a team, 
you know, the next game that we played, it was like we came out and crushed them because that's what you're supposed to do after you lose. It's like you're not, you don't, nobody ever is supposed to lose. You're never, you never want to lose. And Unless so you're you, the Raiders. Right. Well, they don't, I don't think they want to lose. They're just very bad. <laughs> but no, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm a little concerned with the Steelers team. I think they have a lot of talent. I think they can be really good. They are really good, but I just don't know. Mentally, maybe, they're not quite in the right spot. Do you guys disagree with me? I think they're in great condition because, first of all, they found, I mean, Le'Veon Bell has always been a beast, but they just found that, you know, they, they found that he truly can carry this team if need be. It doesn't always have to rest on Roethlisberger or Brown, um, you know, or any of their offensive weapons. They, you know, it's not like they just found Le'Veon Bell as his weapon, but they see now, you know, when he gets going, the, uh, you know, the, the the power that he can bring to the team. So I think, if anything, it may be an encouraging win for them. Right, but these come from behind wins. It's not going to work. It's not going to be successful against every single team. This is a struggling Titans team. You know, I'm looking at their rankings right here, 31st in offense, 22nd in defense, 27th in passing, 23rd in rushing. Not You know, a struggling Titans team. Put them up against a Packers team. They're, they're not going to be able to come from behind and pull off these close wins. That's what I'm getting at, is that they have the makings of a good, possibly championship, definitely playoff-bound team, but they're just... I don't I don't know why they're not reacting the way that I would have expected after a loss. That, that's all. Who do the Steelers have next week? Uh next week they have a bye week and then uh week 13 they play the Saints. The Saints. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm Which sure going the Saints into have their been bye struggling as well. So. Yeah, that would be hope maybe a good yeah. game. They're both kind of in the same place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You bring up a lot of legitimate points, but I don't think it's as big a concern as you're making it. I think it's just, you know, the fact, you know, Ben wasn't as accurate as he, he should have been on a lot of those things. Yeah, I think it's more on Ben, to be honest with you. I think that it's the fact that... Are we okay there? Yeah, yeah, um, I'm sorry. I, no, you just almost pulled my earphones off. Um, uh, I, uh, I think that... <laughs> I meant to do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, he went from throwing six touchdowns a game to one. Yeah, right. If that the like lucky piss, right? Yeah, I mean, and and he's good. I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but clearly he's not performing the way that he had been. And I mean, every great team, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. You know, great teams they 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 come in and execute dominance from the beginning. But every great team is going to have a fall. If you look at the Broncos this past week, they had, you know, that was very uncharacteristic a of them. Meltdown. I, I <laughs> but another thing is the Rams. Speaking of losing teams that do well, the Rams have beaten the Seahawks, defending Super Bowl champions, the Niners, probably arguably the second best team in the league. There's no bias behind that. And, um, you know, the, the Broncos. <laughs> Wait, no the Rams are who beat that. you last week? Whatever. That was a goal line the, look, look mistake. Look at you defending a them. Goal line well, mistake. Well, since the Rams now beat them, too, it's okay. But anyways, what I'm saying is, you know, on any given week, you know, kind of like the Jets beat the um, Steelers last mm-hmm. week. You know, the Rams beat the, uh, the Broncos. You know, sometimes... Um, I think a lot of times these great teams, when they go into playing teams that are subpar, they may not. I'm, now, I'm not saying the uh, the Broncos don't prepare as good because we all know Peyton Manning is the genius of preparing. He's the god of that. But I just think sometimes, you know, when these great teams are playing these teams that are a little subpar, they may not come into it thinking, okay, we have to put our best foot forward. We have to play as hard as we have to and things of that sort. Now, Right, and that's what Steph was saying earlier. That's what separates winners from, from champions. champions. That's what I'm. That's what the point that I'm making is. This Steelers team has the potential to be a championship team, but they're coming into these, like you just said, coming against a subpar team and not, you know, performing as if they were playing the Seahawks, the form, you know, the uh, reigning champions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to make it a huge issue. It's just obviously, you know, we. It's the game. That's what happened tonight. So we want to the Steelers like a little bit of a will debate, be all right. You know, the Steelers would be all right. So right away, is it me or the microphone covers look like those Steelers socks that they, they wore that one time? Those hideous bumblebee uniforms. I actually they had on? like those uniforms. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. 
but you know, you we like you know Tina likes ratchet stuff anyway. So <laughs> anyways, two chains. So anyways, um, no. That, uh, let me ask you. Okay, let's, let's talk about a question that's not <laughs> that is you awake over there. I am no. I'm wide awake. <laughs> I'm just uh, soaking this all in right now. You guys are out of control. Anyway, go ahead, Tina. Um. Okay, so the Steelers are now seven and four. I want to know. I, I, the AFC North is a, a competitive division. Who do you guys think is going to win? We have the Bengals at six, three and one, Ravens at six and four, and the Browns at six and four. It's a relatively even yeah. league. Or, I mean, division compared to you know some of the other ones. Well, you know, I'll say this: the Bengals are definitely hungry. They, they they're hungry. They 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 have a lot to prove, but. I'm gonna go with the Ravens, and I'm gonna just say the Ravens is because they, um, other than the Steelers, you know, they they're very experienced postseason wise, you know, um, and that you know that can testament to that is winning the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They come so, from a tradition; they're very seasoned. Exactly, they're seasoned. Yeah. And they have right, and they and they still have the wherewithal to make it happen for them. They want to do it. <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking at the standings, and the Jets are six games behind. <laughs> And remember, oh. she said the Jets were going to make the Super Bowl this year. I didn't say this year. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Let's be clear, my friend, because your 49ers are not going to the Super Bowl this year either. Uh, we should make a bet on that. Are you, are you, are you, first of all, the Seattle lost yesterday, which means um, the, the the 49ers actually are um, second in the NFC West behind Arizona, who's playing hell of a football right now. And I think the Niners are a better team than Arizona, so... Um, uh-huh. The Niners are not going. Did to you really well. just say that? I think the Niners are. I did say that. I did say the that. Niners are better than you Arizona. I think the Niners are better than Arizona. Your mind, good. Kevin John. Good, good. That's a compliment. I'll Wait, are that. you guys with me that this, the Niners are not going to the Super Bowl? They are not. No, and they are most sure. definitely not okay. better than the Cardinals. Tina, are the Chargers going to Super Bowl this year? No, oh. I'm a realistic fan. They're not going to go to the are Super Bowl. Not a true fan. I hope they <laughs> so make the fast. playoffs. But wait, how is that not a true fan? That would be like saying I think the Jets are going. If I'm, I'm not, well, the Jets are. I'm being unequivocally not going. Obviously, I would love. I think it's if really the impossible. Chargers made it. I just think there's a lot better teams in the league right now than the Chargers. And no, I'll give I'll give the Arizona this. They're hot right now, nine and one. But remember. They're this. hot? They, they, Arizona, yeah. You they, think they're just hot? You don't no, think they're a good team? No, no, they're a great team. But first of all, their quarterback is out the rest of the, the Yeah, the Carson Drew Stanton now, Drew stepped up and he's he been can, playing well. He stepped up and he did a good job t- taking that away. But you got to realize, when you're a team this hot and you lose your starting quarterback the rest of your season, that does kind of make... Now, I know the Cardinals will have personal that. Uh, Stanton Stan has how many um, wins under his belt? This is... Like uh, how many total career wins? No, he, two, in this this, he took over. He this took, was his second over. game. This was the second game, yeah. yeah. And he's won both of them, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think they've picked up where they left off. And that says you know, a lot. If, you know if, if you can, that means a system is being effectively executed, and he just stepped up into that spot, yeah. and he's just yeah, it's like a plug and play. Over. Exactly. I'm not, and you know that old but, saying: but, defense wins championships, right? Offense wins games. Yeah, well, in order to, I think win she's trying to say that you're. I think she's trying to say that the best defense in the NFL right now. Okay, this, yeah. this, this, uh, better than the Legion of Boom. Yeah, way yeah. better. Yeah, Legion of Boom is not that good this year. They're the Legion of Doom this yes. year. Yes. Okay. Um, but no, basically, what I'm trying to say is, yes, Stanton may be able to get it done, but when you talk playoff football and going to the Super Bowl. That takes serious veteranship, ex- experience, leadership. You have to have all those intangibles, especially as a quarterback. You, think you can't just step up a- into a, a team midway through and just take them to the Super Bowl. Now, Kaepernick did do that two years ago when Alex Smith went down, but Kaepernick's also a very special player for a very special team. So with that being said, you know, does, am I saying that Drew Stanton? You're so biased. I kind of am. So, I'm sorry. It's I so funny. But I'm admitting you're just, it. You're not biased. You're deluded. Yeah. Anyway. You're like, <laughs> you can't even admit when we're talking it's on a like, Monday night. At least oh, I can gosh. admit that the Jets are terrible and we need a new I, GM okay. and all this stuff. You're just like, no, the Niners till I die. Because I'm a loyal Which I am fan. Jets. I'm for life. But it you guys are saying you're not loyal but I'm if you're realistic. realistic. Yes. The thing is, realistically, the Niners are in position to make the playoffs. Realistically, yes. right make the playoffs. They're, they're in they're position not to going make... to the Super What's Bowl. What's their record right now? They, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is this. Six Having and four, a backup quarterback in there 
who, you know, who hasn't had many starts underneath his belt, there's a whole lot of intangibles that he has to accumulate, that he has to have in order to take a team to the Super Bowl. Did the That's Niners play Green Bay this year comes. yet? Excuse me? Did you play Green Bay? Well, first of all, we know that we've had Green Bay There's a yes or no in the postseason. Did you play them yet? The last this couple season? of years, we've taken out Green Bay of the divisional playoffs. She asked we do know this that. season did if you season, played Did you play them? Did you play them? What, 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 what does it matter? What does it matter? I'm just asking if you're playing a team. <laughs> That's it. I just wanted to know. If I don't know if the Niners are going to win that game. I don't think the Niners are going to win that game. I don't think the Niners will win that. Did you guys watch the last two NFC playoff rounds where the Niners played the Packers? This is a whole new season. That's like me being like, did you watch the Super Bowl in 69 when the Jets won? Yeah. Did you watch it? First things first. We're talking about two teams with pretty much the same players from last year and this year. Okay. Now, Aaron Rodgers is hot this year. I'm not going to give it away. He's a legitimate MVP candidate. He, he oh, that, made, that means that the Seahawks, by good. default, won the championship again this year. Why do I feel like you guys are all teaming up on me? Kevin's <laughs> just saying that they're hot. They, well, based on that logic, them. that means the Seahawks are going to win again this year. Are you guys looking up to the 49ers versus Packers? Yeah. Are they looking up? They played this past weekend, I think. No, the 49ers beat the Giants this past weekend. 16 to 10. Okay. Alexis is looking it up for a- us. Anyways, oh, the, yeah. the fact, the fact that the, the 49ers is, are not in the space or the shape of the condition to beat the Packers right now. No. But, okay, they're not. But, but, but I'm not saying play- they're not capable. They're definitely capable. But I don't see them right now where they're at beating the Packers. Where the Packers are at and where the Niners. Now, maybe later on down the season, maybe. But where the Packers are at right now and where the Niners are at right now, the Packers will win that game. Yep. I bet on the, the Packers. Maybe I'd lose the bet. But, hey. I think still think the Packers are in a better position to win that game right now. At this point in the season. Huh? 49ers, uh, 23, Packers 20. When? Yeah, that was this, that, that was, was the, the the playoff that I told you about. That was last yeah. Year. So like I said, and also you know another thing I just got just got to realize is the 49ers have stepped they step it up come playoffs. Now, granted, they did lose against Seattle last year in the NFC Championship game. Um, That's part of that, their Achilles' heel too, though. What the Niners? Historically, stepping it up. Historically, just when it's time for them to. Historically, they have one of the best playoff records. If you really want to go back and look historically, historically, I mean, we're really gonna start talking about historically with Joe Montana and Steve Young and like a couple of the greatest teams in history. Like, really? Actually, the '85 Bears was the greatest team in history. I said one of the greatest. I said and I'm not of the greatest biased against in, that. We're not talking about historically them with the with the what, what, what the Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah. That. the fridge. Walter, Walter Payton. Payton. Let's talk about right Walter now. Walter Payton. Man. Right now. All right. Morris, the we Giants, can talk about 80s. this forever, but let's move on let's to our. Boo boo. All right, let's predict. <laughs> Thank you. Let's I just had to laugh at that. <laughs> Chargers are just. No. Oh, yeah. Well, who's oh playing who? So, like I said earlier, the, the Steelers. Are the Chargers. What are the Chargers' Can you record? Stop? <laughs> what is the Chargers' record? Um, I think it's probably, actually, I think it's the same. As the, the 49ers, 49ers, yes. Six and four? Yes. And then, okay. What, what is I know they record? lost four oh games. Oh, my God. It is the same. So, Kevin, yeah, John, Kevin you, John, and you know what? They're only one game behind, and you're three. So yeah, Kevin, it. John. Hey, hey, you know what? Yeah. The the uh, anyways, the Steelers have a bye week, week 12, and then they play the Saints. Uh, the Titans play the Eagles at the Eagles next week or this week. Ooh, that might um, be a good game. The Titans at, at in Philly? Yeah. The Titans okay, are and then next Monday we have the Damn, Ra- Titans are going to lose again. The Ravens at the Saints. So let's start, Steph. You can go ahead and start. Um, Steelers versus Saints, Titans versus Eagles, and Ravens versus Saints. Okay, what's the first one? Okay, Steelers, Steelers versus Saints. Where is that being they played? Have, well, they have a bye week, week twelve, and then they're going to play at mm-hmm. home against the state Saints in week thirteen. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Okay. I'm going to go with the Eagles. And okay. what was the other game? Ravens at Saints is next Monday. I think that's going to be a really good game. Ravens I'm actually excited yeah. for that. Ooh. I'm going to go with the Saints. Controversy. Hmm. Okay, Kevin. Uh, I'm going to start with the Ravens at Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints as well because they're coming off a loss. And I, I, they, they, they know right now it's crunch time, this part of the season. Okay. Um, so I say they come back, get a victory. The Eagles versus, who is it? Titans. 
Um, Where is that? In Philly. In Philly. I don't know because Mark Sanchez was looking quite Mark Sanchez this last game. So, but I say also he gets Sanchez. in Lambo Sanchez. in freezing cold weather. Yeah. He's going to be at home in freezing cold weather. Yes, but it's I think it's a little bit different. I feel like there's nothing. I obviously have never been to Lambeau Field, but I feel like there's nothing like playing there. Everyone it's always says that stadium. that stadium is just. Unrivaled when it comes to being freezing cold and you're talking the about conditions. Titans. You're talking about Titans in Philly. Yes, Titans okay. in Philly because so, he's saying that he's talking I'll, about I'll, no, So Williams. I'm gonna get no, no. I'm gonna give the win to the Eagles. I want to give it to the Titans. I really do. So but then do I it. Think I, Put your money where your mouth is. Because I'm damn. One, I mean, you, you might. Well I, know, I have nothing to lose. Playoffs, so. I have nothing to lose here. You know what? I, I am gonna go against the grain. And I am gonna, I, I am gonna say Titans. He's been a strong okay. arm against the Titans. Being, Look at how easily persuaded you are. Reason I'm being right. is because I'm I think good. this, I think this <laughs> exactly. past loss to Mark San, uh, Man- Sanchez just cut down his confidence. And I think he's a little demoralized. I choke. And I feel, I, I just feel another butt fumble or something coming up this next game. It's not choke so. time yet for Sanchez. Okay. And then so what was, the, what was the last game? The last one you didn't pick was Steelers versus yeah, Saints in week 13. I'll go, I'll, I'll go with the uh, Steelers. I'll go with Pittsburgh. That is. Okay, so the first one was what again? First, well, let's go. Start off let's with go with Steelers. Steelers versus Saints. Yeah. Uh, in, in in New Orleans, Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, yeah. I'll take uh, Pittsburgh in that game. Uh, the other one was Titans the Ravens. The Ravens. Ravens at Saints is next Monday. I, I'll pick the Ravens also. Titans. Sorry, at Saints. Philly. The Saints are more like the Stains to me. Um, what is the other one? Titans at Philly. Philly. Philly over Titans. Okay. I, you know, I was, you know, I, I feel kind of like Kevin, but I will not substantiate a win of the Titans versus. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't do it. And, and what you got? No um, my cut. picks are the same as Thaddeus. I'm going Steelers over Saints, Ravens over Saints, and Eagles over Titans. All right. I, I think the Ravens. What's the Ravens' record right now? I don't know, but I they're think six and four. It. They're six and four. There's a lot yeah. of six and, and four teams. And what's, yeah. the, what's the uh, what's the Saints' record? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Saints, they're under 500, I believe. Yeah, everyone yeah. in that they're division is six. under 500. Yeah, they're four and six. Atlanta's yeah. the leading NFC the South. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Horrible. But I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I'm just putting it out there that the Saints win one of those games. For them to win to lose both of those games. It's kind of unrealistic, uh, but but yeah, at the know, same we'll time, see. at the same time, I'm we'll not going to pick the Ravens. I'm not going to p- choose the Ravens. You mean you're not going to pick the, the Saints, Saints over the Ravens? Ravens yeah. and I'm not going to choose uh, the Saints over the Steelers, the Steelers either. So. Okay. All right, so we'll find out. Um, thank you guys for watching, and we really appreciate all your comments. Reclavor, is that I say that right? Reclavor. Reg yeah, Lavore, thank you so much for tuning in every week. Yeah, you're, truly you're our number one fan, a faithful for sure. fan. And I fantasy stats guru. Fantasy yes. stats. Shout out yes. to you. But but we love when you correct us, help us yeah. out, give us stats, all that kind of stuff. We love it. So guys, tell them where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph with an F-Z. S-E-F-Z. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn. And please read my sports blogs on my website, www.itskevinjohn.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus. And you can find me at Twitter on Twitter and Instagram at Tina Cap. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace out. Niners. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.